Werewolf for mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolf. Werewolf for mitzvah, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolf. All right, that was that was great, Trey. Okay. This is Travel Better Podcast, episode twenty, Salem, Massachusetts. It's October, and I've gone a witching. <laughs> I'm your host, Leslie Lello, and it's time to get going. So sit back, hit that cruise control, and enjoy the show. Hello there, and welcome to this week's show. It is October. You might not be listening to this in October, but it's October as I'm recording this. And it is the season of fall and Halloween and everything that goes along with that. In a nice synchronistic way, I am going up north to visit a friend in New Hampshire. And this trip was supposed to be taken in August, but something happened in August and I wasn't able to go. But this is almost better because one of the things... Uh, we were planning to do was go to Salem, Massachusetts. And I have been to Salem with this friend. We kind of do this. I was up in college in New Hampshire. Uh, that was I didn't graduate from that school. I actually graduated in a school in New York City. But um, I transferred from a school in New Hampshire, UNH. And she and I would go and visit Salem once in a while and that was my first time back in college and since then I've been back I've been back for uh, Halloween or what they call Samhain which isn't spelled that way you'll see that when I write out the notes it's actually spelled like Samhain but nobody pronounces it that way and so the interesting thing about Salem is Salem is very special to me And I'm going to just say it's a place where I find what I'm looking for. And here's my story about that. I, the first time I went with my friend, she and I, I said to her, I love collecting crystals and stuff. And I said to her, oh, if I go to Salem, I hope I get a little piece of obsidian um, because I could really use it for my collection. And I really like those. I think they're pretty. The first store we walked into in Salem, I just walked up to the front counter and the guy looked at me and he had a rock in his hand and this was a rock this was like a giant this was the size of my fist but he just kind of looked at me and placed it right in my hand and then we started talking and I said I'm looking for obsidian he's like you're holding it right there and that was a I was looking at a piece of obsidian I was thinking it would be this tiny 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 piece and it was this giant piece and it was beautiful and it perfectly fit in my hand and I loved it and it was beautiful and the best part was it was like I was in college so I was like oh this is going to be like 20 bucks it was like four dollars so <laughs> and for like obsidian that's a really great price for even a tiny piece so I don't know how that happened but it rocked my world and I always have things happen like that and I love Salem because so that's why I love Salem because it's always a place where I find what I'm looking for so here is Salem this time in fact my trip when I went on Halloween I've only done that once but that was also another time where it was just like everything was just everything just kind of flowed and I was able to get what I was looking for right in the moment so I am going to tell you about the touristy stuff that sometimes happens in Salem 
and also the more spiritual religious stuff that happens in Salem. So there's a definitely a special energy there. It's different than Sedona. Sedona, it's more earth, it's based on the landscaping and the earth and the topography and all that. And that's feels a little bit different than what Salem, Massachusetts feels like. Salem, I feel like it's more based on the people that are drawn there. And there, what people know about Salem are is mostly the Salem witch trials, which happened in 1692, where several witches were cruelly, or women, because uh, the witch trials were mostly a campaign against women. But uh, that's a whole other topic. But... Uh, several, many, many women were cruelly hanged because they were thought to be witches. And so in an ironic twist, people who consider themselves to be witches or Wiccan, pagan, uh, or that of earth-based religions, but not from the Native American-based earth-based religions tend to be drawn to Salem. And this creates a very beautiful atmosphere in, for me, in Salem and for people who are, can go with the flow of that. For people who can't, it's not so cool. I, well, I don't know. I can't speak on it because I don't know. I just know that when I was there for Halloween, there were a bunch of, um, of uh, people from the seminary school, which, by the way, I was staying at with a relative, and they were trying to convert people on Halloween, and nobody was listening, because we're all being festive and having fun and in a parade, and it, it just seemed, like, really out of sync, actually, but, you know, I, I just kind of ducked and, like, had to make them kind of not see me, so I kind of hid behind other people because I had to go back to their dorm that night to <laughs> stay with them. <laughs> I was being my evil witchy self, so, um, <laughs> uh, but I love them, and I love my family, and, and, um, that's just a, a thing about me. I really love, um, the earth, and, and connecting with that energy, and so it, the vibe in Salem works for me. So, if you're there for the festivities, and the hoopla, and the, the spooky parties and, and all that. You will find that there. They definitely cater to that. And I am leaving a ton of websites that will give you that. They'll have, they have a, a, a witch's ball that's on October 25th, actually. They have a parade on Halloween. They have a ritual circle on Halloween, which is more of the spiritual stuff. But you can go to things. They, have, they bump up their tours, which are actually very uh, popular in this time. So there's definitely a lot of hoopla around it because they've got the spooky, scary stuff, um, bumped up in a much higher way than typically. And you can get like the scary, uh, channeling of the dead and everything, which actually brings me to the real deal of, of going there for, October and Halloween and all that. So there's Halloween, which is the mainstream, commercialized, spooky, scary thing going on. And the thing about going to Salem, if you are, you can find that whole commercialized thing there. If you want to connect with it on a, mm, I don't want to say on a more intimate level, but maybe have a different taste of what this time of year can bring. I'm going to tell you about the Wiccan New Year, Samhain, 
which is the wrong way to say it, Samhain, is the Wiccan New Year, and it's considered a time when the veil between the world of the living and the world of the dead is lifted so that better communication can occur with those on the who have crossed over. Uh, it's a time of renewal. It like the traditional, you know, January 1st, New Year's, it's a good time to set intentions for the year and and really you've kind of it's a time of planting seeds for the spring and you can do that in a very literal way where you plant your seeds or it's a time where you, you know, cuz everything's going to sleep now, it's a time where you plant your seeds and think about what you want to have come alive in in the coming year. So you plant those spiritual or mental seeds. So it is a really, if you connect with the spiritual side, we're going to be talking about the spiritual, this, this, cause it, you know, it is, it's something that I like to celebrate regardless of what your religion is. If you're not having judgments about Wicca, just doing a nice ritual for a family that has crossed over is actually really beautiful thing to do, regardless of your religion. So I'm, I'm going to talk about it from this perspective, but I also want to be clear that I'm not trying to convert anyone. I'm just saying one of my favorite things to do within the scope of how I am spiritual, which isn't really, can't really be put a label on, but for in terms of the fall and Samhain, I enjoy a silent supper, and I usually do this on my own, which is silly because I'd be silent anyway. But I, a silent supper, or also called a dumb supper, is when you set up uh, a table and you invite people who have crossed over, and so you have their picture there and maybe some items of theirs, and you serve them food, a little bit of food, and it's a special meal, and then afterwards you push, put the food on the earth. You don't, like, eat it or throw it in the garbage because it was theirs. And you kind of just sit there and honor them. And even when I do this alone, it actually feels really beautiful to me. And it's I can I feel very connected. And regardless of what's going on on the other side, it could just be me having, you know, just a really nice remembrance of my family. It always feels really connected. So I'm telling you this because there is a public silent supper slash dumb supper is what it's also called. I don't like calling it that though. On October 27th, 2013, and I'll put the link for that too. And I think that if you are going to try something and you want to try something in it, it's not a seance, just to be clear. It's not like somebody sitting with a crystal ball and doing all that Hollywood stuff. It's just, it feels much more like a, an and honoring. So that's one event I would encourage you to go to. And so if you, also to compare it to anything, if you live in Southern California or have been to Mexico at this time, you know that there is a Day of the Dead, which is also associated with this time. And it's somewhat similar to that. It's a celebration of the dead. Spooky, scary, commercialized, but in religion, it's really about love. So I uh, want to emphasize that it's about love. And so I'm also going to get into a bit of what I plan on doing when I get there. Uh, there are a few events. I'm going to be there. Well, this is coming out on October 12th. I am there and I'm recording this. I pre-recorded this. So again, the, I looked up the schedule for this particular weekend and they're pretty similar all the weekends and then the actual 31st. 
Samhain is actually, there's a number of different dates depending on what line of, of Wicca you practice, but in Salem it's like, yay, for the public, because every coven has its own deal that it does, but for the public it's like, yeah, October 31st, because again, that's what everybody knows. But they have different events, they have a costume swap, I saw on the weekend I'm there, which is right now, Haunted Magic Show, and um, there's also like different balls. There was a masquerade ball the previous weekend. I couldn't make it to that because that looked really cool. But there is a an 80s prom party, which is awesome for me. Um, if you're into 80s stuff, it's awesome for you too. But really, if you are going right now, you'll just feel like the energy's totally bumped up there. And I really wanted to just do a show about about this. There, there's the seances going on. There's a legacy of the Hanging Judge and the Spirit of the Gables, which is based on the House of the Green Gable, of the Seven Gables. There's all that stuff there, spooky scary. But uh, I'm really just going, A, because I love being in the flow of Salem. And I'm doing this show right now because it makes sense. Oh, say every like on a again, commercialized level. Oh, Salem, Massachusetts, spooky, scary, witchy, blah blah blah. But in reality, I would have been fine going in August. I go there for the shops because they have beautiful books and I'm into this stuff. So they have candles and they have oils and they have healers and they have you know readers I don't really like that but aspect of it I don't like readers at all but uh you know it has other cool stuff like that so I always meet really cool people there I love the clothes there because there's of course it has this very old feel people connect with that other time so they're wearing the um old style clothing maybe renaissance clothing capes lace uh, velvet, all that beautiful stuff with long dresses and they're flowing and I think that's really beautiful. So I go there for the atmosphere and to connect with the flow and the energy which is there in October but it's really there year-round. And so and don't forget that this when people who practice earth-based religions always really have something to celebrate. I know I was raised as a Christian and we were always Easter. We get together three times a year as a huge family. It would be Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, and two of those were religious holidays. In uh, the natural religions, the nature-based religions, there's always something to celebrate because there's always a change. I mean, even in Southern California, those that practice there, it's always a shifting of the seasons, whether or not you're feeling the, the shifting of the seasons that strongly. You're still feeling it, and it still has that meaning. So if you go at Christmas, I'm sure I've never done that for Salem, but I'm sure it's beautiful, and they're celebrating Yule. And then if you go in the spring, and when everything's blooming, they're celebrating Bealton, even if it's not really in your face, you're still going to feel that, and I don't know, I'm just, sorry, I'm, I'm kind of uh, talking more about the religion right now, but I'm, I'm just saying it's always a celebration going on there and a reason to go and to enjoy the atmosphere, festivities, and all that. So, I guess this is a short podcast, but I wanted to get that in because you still have two weeks left of October, and if, especially if you're on the East Coast, 
you can find a place to stay. I wouldn't recommend staying in a seminary <laughs> going to Salem unless you want to go there and be ignored while you try and convert people. But I'm so sorry. I hope I'm not. I'm sorry. Okay. No, I'm not. Anyway, I am going to stop talking now. Thank you for listening. And please listen to my next podcast, which won't be quite, you know, speaking on religion, it's such a hot button for people. And I hope I haven't pushed any buttons here because, you know, for me, it's all about non-judgment and, uh, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone or yourself, believe what you want. So... I bid you adieu and have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Happy travels.